stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Hamilton and this our cousin sub of the day. Cousin subs, we believe it better. On Wilde and Tausch. Matt LaFleur will be at the podium forthwith down in the Packers Media Auditorium. We'll see if he breaks any news. You know he loves talking to the assembled reporters down there while we roll on. Now let's talk a little bit more about the wide receiver position because As I mentioned, Christian Watson spoke in the locker room yesterday, and he doesn't have a timeline for his return after having his knee scoped after OTAs. Here is how he described his situation right now. It's, you know, hard for me to really say, you know, I'm just, you know, taking it day by day. I'm not trying to, you know, look too far off in the future. So, you know, I have a lot on my plate, you know, aside from just, you know, coming back from from this. You know, I'm just taking it day by day and it's, you know, definitely been improving by the day and I'm, you know, I'm feeling great. So, you know, whenever that time is, I do come back and I was looking forward to it, hopefully soon, so I can get out there and ball. That audio clearly courtesy of Packers.com. It's amazing he can talk with that big graphic slamming down in the middle of him there. It's crazy. (laughs) Woosh, Christian Watson. Um, uh, Matt, I mentioned this earlier, though. Christian Watson can say whatever he wants, and obviously he wants to be optimistic, but both Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers referenced the fact that it's going to be hard to get him up to speed. Um, and that would indicate to me that this is going to be a while for him. And they made the choice. He, he, he basically had two choices. He could either try to play through the pain and discomfort that he was feeling throughout the offseason program and then have surgery after the season or do the surgery right away and now deal with the aftermath of that. And Gu- Brian Gutekunst said, He's a young player. We wanted to make sure we took the safe route, so they chose to have him do the surgery. But the quote from Aaron Rodgers was, obviously Christian not being out there, whenever he comes back, we'll have to get him up to speed. And then when Lafleur was asked if he can get Watson up to speed, Lafleur's response was, I think that's going to be a challenge, no question. Those are not encouraging quotes from the two guys that are going to be involved with getting him up to speed, are they? No, it's it's not super encouraging. Um, I I'm kind of, I'm understanding this time, uh, not putting a timetable on anything, especially after this whole debacle fiasco the past five hundred days. Uh, so I, I don't blame the Packers for anything like that. The getting up to speed. We we know how raw this kid is out of a a conference that doesn't get high level of football play all the time. Um, I think it was going to get be hard for him to get up to speed if he had no ailments. The fact that he's going to be missing time and missing this valuable on the field no consequence time is going to be a big deal. Um, it's it's tough to just throw a guy into practices in the middle of the season to get him up to speed because these guys, everyone who's practicing is training for the next game and you're trying to get someone up to speed. That's a hard task to overcome. So 
Christian Watson has definitely got a uh, a hill to climb in front of him, but like like Goody said, he's young. They've, he's got potential, and we'll see where he gets to. So, Matt, the fact that Christian Watson, who is a, obviously a slightly different player from uh, some of the other wide receivers, big, fast, uh, I will say, I will stay, stand by my statement of wiry. Um, the fact that he's not available, does this open the opportunities for any other wide receivers that maybe you've made bold predictions <laughs> about their productivity? Yeah, I'm not so sure. I, I, I had high hopes for our uh, Clemson uh, alum, Amari Rogers. Uh, I'm hoping no news is good news because I have not heard his name for like months. <laughs> so literally have not heard anything about him each of the last two I know days. it's funny because when I was a couple like a month ago I was down in South Carolina for that golf tournament and I went on to a radio show in South Carolina and I had a couple questions about Amari Rogers because I was in Clemson country and I told him my bold take and then I also told him that it doesn't look like it's going to be as uh a slam dunk take like I thought it was when I initially made it. I said 500 yards, I think, for uh, Amari Rogers this year. Uh, that's not a small number, Matt. Four catches um, to 500 yards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he was only... He was he was only 455 yards shy last year, so I, I, I like your chances. Uh, look, this is I think this is, all kidding aside, I think this is an important point. Just because you haven't heard his name for two days doesn't mean anything, right? right? Like, he hasn't had splash plays, that's true, but there's a long way to go here, and this is why, I, and I know it's boring, and I know it doesn't necessarily uh, make for great radio when I keep trying to tamp down expectations or enthusiasm, but Amari Rogers is a perfect example. Like, just because Romeo Dobbs has made two plays, or just because Juwan Winfrey had a terrific catch from Rodgers on day one. Yesterday, you know, I think he had a few catches, but there was nothing that jumped off the field and that you felt like you had to tweet about or talk about or write about. Doesn't mean he had a bad day at practice. I'm not sitting in the wide receiver room after practice breaking down the film, seeing whether or not he got good separation against Jair Alexander on a pass that Rodgers didn't throw to him, right? Right. But... I, I think that's why I tend to try and get people to kind of slow their roll on whoever it might be. Just because just because we're not talking about a guy doesn't mean he's not off to a solid start. Now, I will say this about Amari Rogers: He's, I think, 16 pounds lighter than he was when he came into camp last year. Yet he's still, he's a short guy. Like, I am, I think I've got him by about a half inch in height. And... But he is, he is yoked. Right. Like he, I thought he was, a, I looked at him the first time that I was in the locker room, because remember, we weren't in the locker room last year. I thought he was a running back. Like I'd never met him before. Oh. I think we did one Zoom call with him. Um, I had not seen him in person. And when I saw him, I, I thought maybe he was one of the running backs. So with that kind of build, and you get him the ball in the, in the slot, and he's able to break some tackles. He could be a really interesting player for them. And there were some snaps at the start of the of yesterday's practice where when they went three wide receivers, it was Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and Amari Rogers. Two slot guys yeah. on the field at the same time. So look, we'll 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 see how things play out. We'll see how 
guys advance.